0: All right, we started off episode 179 with new music from Malachor from Rochester with the song For Sorrow and Fear. And that is the title track off of their upcoming full length.
1: Cool. And then we went into Vile Tyrant with the song Unto Wrath Be Given. Yes. And we're going to be seeing them October 8th. Yeah. In Buffalo, yeah. The Mohawk Place. Yeah. With a bunch of other bands. I don't have the lineup in front of me. I yeah. apologize.
0: A lot of good bands. Yes. Yep. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. It's going to be a, um, a a day of blackened blasphemy.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: how was your week?
0: It was, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. How was yours? It was busy. Yeah.
1: We have a lot of good stuff going on. Mm hmm. Waldhexen started recording.
0: Yeah. They, their uh, new
1: stuff this weekend.
0: They recorded drums on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, they may be doing. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I've heard that they there's a possibility they might be doing a live recording of a, a few songs and throwing that up on Bandcamp. That's not definite, but I don't know.
1: Time will tell. Yeah um i (laughs) don't know how i did it but when we mow the lawn you're on the rider Mm -hmm. and i do the push mower yeah because i like the push mower Uh and i'm scared of the rider (laughs) for some weird reason i don't know why i ran over a bird (laughs) i don't know how i did it yep And I felt really awful.
0: Yeah, and I had to clean it up for you. Yeah,
1: you did. Sorry. It was mutilated. I know. I felt really bad. I'm kind of wondering if it was already there. We have a a hunter cat in uh-huh. the neighborhood. Uh-huh. So I don't know if the cat.
0: You said it flew down and you ran over it.
1: Um. Well, I thought it did. But why would it fly down right in front of the lawnmower?
0: I don't know. I mean.
1: Maybe I was. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows?
0: We do have a special squirrel in the neighborhood that would do something like that.
1: Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, I have an On This Day. Mm. This is kind of bizarre. Okay. On this day in 1973, country rock pioneer Graham Parson dies. Mm. Um, apparently, he was 26, and he died of, this is in quotes, multiple drug use. And then in parentheses it just says morphine and tequila Um, In a California motel room His death inspired one of the most bizarre automobile related crimes on record Two of his friends stashed his body in a borrowed hearse And drove it into the middle of the Joshua Tree National Park Where they doused it with gasoline and set it on fire
0: Oh wow I never heard the story
1: Um, so it goes on to say Parson struggled with drug and alcohol like his whole life. His childhood was really unhappy. His father committed suicide when he was 12. His mother died of alcohol poisoning on the day he graduated from high school. He dropped out of Harvard, moved to California, uh, where he played with bands like The Birds and the Flying Burrito Brothers, (laughs) and (laughs) released two celebrated solo albums, um... So this is how this all came about. This was this was planned, this crime. Mm-hmm. At a friend's funeral a few months before he died, Parsons made a drunken pact with his road manager, Phil. If anything should happen to one of them, the other would take his body to Joshua Tree and cremate it. And so, after Parsons' overdose, Kaufman and a roadie named Michael met his coffin at the L.A. airport. Um, in a borrowed hearse with broken windows and no license plate. (laughs) They convinced the airport staff that the Parsons family had changed its mind about the flight, loaded the coffin into the car, drove 200 miles to the Mojave Desert, stopping along the way to fill a five-gallon tin with gasoline. They drove into Joshua Tree, dragged the coffin to the foot of the majestic Cape Rock, where they doused it with gas and tossed a match on it.
0: Wow never heard that story it's pretty crazy yeah well speaking of odd stories related to musicians i have an article that it's actually from 2011 from metal injection and it is the top 10 worst crimes committed by black metal musicians and there's the norm you know the stuff about Varg and Euronimus, and the church burnings, and the the common ones that we know. Yeah. Um. There's a couple in there that I was not aware of, and I think you might be interested to hear about them. Okay. That's later in the show, so stay tuned. <laughs> Dead Void, with the song The Entrails of Chaos off of the album Volatile Forms. The labels that put that out <laughs> on September 15th were Misako Un Ojo. I feel like I said that wrong. Again. Oho. Oho.
1: Misako Un Ojo.
0: And Dark Descent.
1: Very nice. And then we went into Ominous Hymn With the song Firstborn Among Worms, which must be a bad thing. I would think so. (laughs) And that's off the Profane Rebirth EP.
0: And that's a good thing. Yes. (laughs) Then after that, we heard Alhistcha. No. Alhistcha. Off of the Alhistcha Limited Tape. This features members of. Irfost, Duval, and Chapel of Disease.
1: It's a good thing we don't get paid to no. <laughs> pronounce these. <No. laughs>
0: I feel like I just get worse and worse. The more <laughs> names I see that I can't pronounce, I don't recognize. We learn a word. lot doing this. Yes. But I feel like my pronunciation of words just gets worse and worse. Yeah,
1: whatever. Don't put that kind of pressure on yourself. (laughs) We do our best.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Okay, so we mentioned last week, Wald Hexen played at the Bug Jar. So obviously we were there. Uh, We saw who we lovingly refer to as Front Matt from Sarkis and in Caligon. Mm -hmm. We love that guy. Mm -hmm. He sent me a really fucking cool article. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. In a 17th century Polish grave, archaeologists have discovered the shackled bones of a woman once believed to be a vampire. Okay. And I'm sorry, I got allergies, so I sound like an idiot. I am an idiot, but I sound like a stuffed-up idiot.
0: Maybe you're full.
1: (laughs) Citizens of... (laughs) 17th century Polish town weren't taking any chances when they laid to rest a woman they believed to be a vampire. She was buried with a sickle blade laid across her neck intended to decapitate her should she attempt to rise from the grave.
0: Hmm. Mm (laughs) Okay.
1: That's not fucking weird to you?
0: Yeah, that's weird.
1: Uh... They discovered the grave during <clears throat> excavations of a cemetery in the southern village of Pian. The unusual burial reflects superstitions surrounding vampires. <clears throat> sorry. Thought to be undead monsters who subsided on drinking the blood of humans.
0: History's weird.
1: Yeah. Oh, there was also a padlock on her toe, which symbolized the closing of a stage and the impossibility of returning.
0: Hmm. Okay. <laughs> they're they're guessing that's what it symbolized, or do they know this? I
1: think so. Hmm. I mean, I'm not sure if it's recorded anywhere, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. Um... And then, you know, it it has kind of the skeletal remains. It's a, you know, you can see it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the listener can't. Maybe mm-hmm. we can make it our show art for this week Maybe. so they can see it. We always say that, but we never do that shit. Um, the remains of the deceased had a protruding front tooth, perhaps leading neighbors to fear it was a vampire fang. <laughs> So maybe she wasn't a vampire at all. Maybe she just needed braces.
2: Maybe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Historically, some illnesses could present with symptoms interpreted as signs of vampirism. I didn't know that was even a word.
0: Uh,
1: Such as schizophrenia, rabies, and tuberculosis. Hmm. So maybe she was just sick.
0: Oh, that's a malady. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, but it, the picture does show the sickle laying across her neck, hmm. which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I that hope she weird. wasn't
0: buried alive. Yeah. yeah. that That is weird. That, um. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> that, uh. Things are
1: messy over here.
0: Completely unrelated, but that brought to mind the recent story of the guy, I think it was in California, that I think it was his baby's mother, ex-girlfriend.
1: Oh, yeah, you were telling me about this. This is fucking awful.
0: He, on a Sunday, uh, right before noon, he decapitates her in the front yard, apparently, when he should have been at church. In front of the world. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I wonder what... I don't know. I wonder if we'll know what the story of... What led up to that.
1: That's very sad.
0: Not that anything, like, validates that. But I'm just curious, like... What that story is.
1: Yeah, like... How does that escalate? Mm-hmm. To that point, Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's awful. That's really sad.
0: with the song Procreation of the Antichrist from Enter the Land of the Dark Forgotten Souls of Eternity. This is a limited edition tape available at Nomad Snake Pit Productions. So apparently, looking at their Metal Archives page, this was David Eisenberg's band before he joined Opeth. And it was uh, named after Celtic or Celtic Frost, Procreation of the Wicked, huh. which was Christopher Johnson's favorite song at the time. Who later went on to form Therian.
1: Oh, cool!
0: Yeah, I yeah, I I don't think I've heard that before.
1: I definitely have not heard that before. Thank you for sharing.
0: It's weird that so that sounds dated. Sounds old. Mhm. But it's um
1: but in like a good way.
0: I like it, yeah. And yeah. It, it's a, actually a monophile. At least the version I have. And um it it sounds uh, remarkably good for being a monophile. Yeah. I I thought so, yeah. I thought it was weird when I saw I, I pulled it into a recording software, and it looked odd. But it sounds nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, are you ready for some facts? I'm ready. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. Birds don't pee.
0: No? Nope. Isn't it a mixture of, of shit and piss?
1: Um, they don't even have a urethra. What? So everything goes out the butt. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, Eggplants contain nicotine. Really? Yep. But you'd have to eat 20 pounds of them in order to get the nicotine effect of a cigarette. Okay. 20 pounds. Yeah. You know what that would do to my guts? (laughs) Hmm.
0: That'd be bad news.
1: This one's weird, and I never knew this. I don't know if you know this? Do you know that uh, Fergie voiced Sally from um, Charlie Brown? What? She's done one of two dozen... Oh, sorry. She's one of two dozen performers who have lent their voice to Charlie Brown's sister. Mm -hmm. Her turn was in the 80s, long before she was famous for her music.
0: Hmm. I didn't know this.
1: Did you know that turtles masturbate? and so do walruses porcupines elephants and humans
0: do you remember yes i think you do
1: what (laughs) the video yeah yeah you gonna put her on blast no okay hi mom (laughs) uh jellyfish can evaporate really yep They're 98% water, so getting washed up on the beach is bad news.
0: You know how you're supposed to pee on someone if they get stung by a jellyfish? Yeah. I wonder if you pee directly on the jellyfish, what that does.
1: That's a good question.
0: (laughs) Is it? Or is it nonsense?
1: It's nonsense. Uh, Gold is edible. I mean, technically, isn't everything edible? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) cyanide's edible (laughs) right
1: (laughs) um monkeys sometimes floss they'll use anything from bird feathers to blades of grass to get the job done okay (laughs) um
0: (laughs) they also throw their shit yeah
1: they do uh Dolphins name themselves. (laughs) Dolphin, I like your (laughs) face. (laughs) Dolphins have unique whistles, and their fellow dolphin friends will mimic that whistle to get their attention. Hmm. Did you know that mangoes get sunburns?
0: Mm, I did not.
1: Did you know that horses can't vomit? No. Did you know that avocados are actually berries? No. (laughs) Did you know that wombats poop cubes?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, I did know that one. I read that recently, I think.
1: What upper? Uh, Maybe gold is edible because blood contains gold. Really? Yep. But before you get too excited, most bodies contain just .2 milligrams of it. I'm not excited. So don't quit your day job.
0: (laughs) I won't. (laughs)
1: Uh, I think that's my cue. First up, human corpse abuse with the song Convulsing. Labyrinth of Flesh coming off of the Xeno Viscerum
0: album. Zeno Viscerum.
1: Thank you. And that's on Caligari Records.
0: And then after that. Good luck. Uh, this is going to be a rough one. Great band. Um, Serpent Throne from Czechia with the song Zivat V Akovac which translates in English to life and shackles. (laughs) All right. Are you ready? I've kept you waiting long enough.
1: Oh, I can barely stand it.
0: I don't know if so this is the top 10 worst crimes committed by black metal musicians, but I don't I mean some of them are definitely, but I think the ones I'm going to read are um pretty horrible and really bizarre.
1: Ugh, okay see I don't like highlighting these because I think it gives that genre a, a bad, bad rap
0: yeah um so one of them is about and I I'm a fan of this band um and I I didn't know about this story but this is about shining vocalist Nicholas varforth um it says that um, to kind of summarize this uh, that Shining's music has captivated listeners so this was uh, in 2011 had captivated listeners for 15 years and six albums of suicidal black metal Uh, Varforth disappeared in July of 2006 and rumor was spread that he too had committed suicide on August 23rd of 2006, the band posted a statement of the, on their website that they would consent continue with new singer Ghoul, requested um, by Varforth as one of his final wishes. Uh, at the concert that took place on February 3rd, 2007 in Helmstead, Sweden, the new singer Ghoul was actually revealed to be Varforth, so he hadn't killed himself. He okay, just apparently spread this rumor. Uh, the conf- concert was violent in nature, sparking controversy in the Swedish media. Varforth uh, was assaulting audience members, and apparently they had guest vocalists uh, Attila and Maniac from Mayhem and Nat Frost from carpathian forest so apparently he was assaulting his guest <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um, razor blades were handed to members of the audience oh
1: my god
0: uh, one person was kicked at the chest in the chest after grabbing at at varforce genitals <laughs> who in turn expo- uh, exposed was uh, exposed to numerous physical assaults by maniac um one member of the audience recalls a couple of songs are finished and Varforth is standing with zipped up leather pants on and some drunk Swede touches his crotch and Varforth looks shocked and shouts, don't touch me, before he kicks the fan in the chest. I... <laughs> um, they had they have in here a uh, mayhem vocalist, dead, found uh, dead. Which was on my birthday in 1991. Um, But everyone knows that story. Yeah. There's a couple other ones that I won't read. This one is interesting. I've never heard this, but uh, the title is Stalag abducts mental patients for Project Misanthropia. Stalag were a black metal experimental noise group who took their name from the German word "stalag," which was a World War II concentration camp. The extra G and H stands for global Holocaust. In an anonymous interview, the collective claimed that real names and faces of the members involved will never be revealed and they will never perform live. Stalag have found a small cult following based on the fact that they actually have mental patients do the vocals for their albums. One particular guest vocalist was locked away for brutally stabbing his own mother over 30 times to death at the age of 16. Oh
1: my gosh. Uh,
0: Apparently one of the musicians was almost murdered by another mental patient who reportedly had uncontrollable homicidal urges during the recording process. According to the band, the sound's were um, of the attempted murder were caught on the recording. Uh, it says allegedly one of the Stalag Collective worked at a mental institution where they would acquire their guest vocalists. So they would take these mental patients out of this Jeez. mental hospital and have them record their vocals. That um, says through the collection. Through this connection, they were able to abduct seven patients for the recording of Project Misanthropia. And uh, I don't know. thought that was really strange. Yeah, that is weird. Not to highlight this stuff, but it, I did see it was on YouTube. If anyone wants to hear it, it's pretty strange. Um, <clears throat> Then the last one that I'm going to read is maybe a hoax. I don't know. This is a silencer's natram attacks five-year-old with an axe. This next crime has been widely debated as to whether it is fact or black metal urban legend. Natram, of Swedish black metal band, Silencer, has been the subject of many rumors, such as cutting off his own hands during a recording, only to personally sew pig's feet. On to his bloody stumps. I'm going to call bullshit on that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The rumor was created by circulation of this photo. It says to the right, but there's no photo. I don't know if it's been removed. Um, Which was one of the only known photos of Natram. His face has never been revealed. The story may not be as bizarre as the last one but it's much more disturbing. Allegedly, Natram randomly drove an axe into the skull of a five-year-old girl in 2001, um, failing to kill her by mere mere millimeters. As police arrived on the scene, he attempted to commit suicide by a cop by shouting, Kill me, kill me, uh, with the axe still in his hands. The cop distracted Natram using police dogs while another officer snuck up behind him and uh, brought him down. Natram was committed to the Vaxio Psychiatric Ward where he stayed for the next five years. And then it says Natram was offered to write and record music as therapy and rehabilitation during one year. A project named um, Diagnose Liebenskifar was the result of that apparently. And apparently that was the recording. I didn't listen to that one. Um, Weird. He also claims to be releasing a book called uh, Gishjarda" or Pig's Heart, in the near future, which will consist of poetry, short text, and lyrics, both in Swedish and English, and goes back as early as 1994 until today. I don't know. That one's, that, that. just seems <laughs> like a lot of nonsense publicity.
1: Yeah, kind of. Maybe. And why would you want to be known for that? I know. I don't know. Just I know. weird. I hadn't I hadn't heard that one either. But. I know I think you like well, I know you like black metal mm-hmm. more than I do. Yes. I think I'm much more selective. Yeah. But something that's always really kind of bothered me about that genre is like the extremism.
0: You're more into white heat.
1: And <laughs> um the sensationalizing all these bizarre Mm -hmm. crimes and stunts and behaviors. Yeah. I
0: don't know. Yep. Yep. For sure. Want to hear some music? Yes. (laughs) All right. First up, we're going to hear Xander Noriega from Argentina with the song Maniac Emphysema.
1: And then we're going to go into Clamorous with the song The Bite of the Cosmic Snake. Off of the Opus Limbonica That's right. release. Did I say that right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. All right, cool.
0: Limbonica. Uh, and then after that, we're going to hear Holy Fawn with the song Death is a Relief.
1: And just a fun fact about this last one. So we go back and forth with Criff and share music. Who's Criff? Criff. Everyone knows Criff. Sulaco, Charmer, a bunch of other stuff. Yes. Um but we have this gift of sharing music mm-hmm. and this is a result of one of those exchanges. <laughs> I have a couple random tidbits mm. I'd like to talk about. All right. The first one is, I'm not sure if you saw this this week, but um, a nursing home in Taiwan was forced to apologize after strippers were hired for the residents.
0: <laughs> What's wrong with that?
1: Um, apparently, the nursing home explained their choice to hire a stripper for the residents was to celebrate Mid-Autumn Festival.
0: <laughs> Who did they have to apologize to?
1: I don't know. It was just like a an Instagram post with no article or... Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty much all I know.
0: That's pretty
2: funny. I don't
1: even know if it's real. Yeah. I mean, it's on the on the web, so it's got to be,
0: but... I don't don't know.
1: But to your point, who are they apologizing to? Yeah.
0: I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with that. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to put myself in the place of the stripper, though. Going into that environment is probably really bizarre. Yeah. But I don't know.
1: Well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, And then I happen upon this random fact and i'd like to get your take on this okay um apparently playing tetris after a traumatic event can help eliminate bad memories a study of car wreck survivors found that those who played tetris in the er had 62 percent fewer bad memories than those who just wrote down what had happened their memories also faded more quickly, so it's believed that Tetris both distracts you from taking pity on yourself mm-hmm. and interferes with the way long-term memories are stored.
0: Mm. That is interesting.
1: I can't imagine how that study played out. Like, oh, hey, I'm sorry you just lost your leg in a car wreck. Play Tetris for a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know.
1: It's kind of weird.
0: Yeah. Yep. And, yeah. I mean, uh, that's something they observed, but I don't know how you could really study that.
1: Yes. That was kind of my thought, too. I mean, cool if it works, but I'm a little skeptical. Yeah. And I will leave you with this. South Korea has many holidays devoted to love that occur on the 14th of each month. Single people who didn't get any gift for Valentine's Day in February or White Day in March meet up on April 14th for Black Day, where they dress in black and mourn or celebrate their solitude by eating black noodles together.
0: Okay. That's interesting.
1: All of those people should meet up and give each other gifts. Yeah. And then they wouldn't have anything to mourn.
0: There you go. Right? Yeah. Perfectly rational.
1: I'd like to mention one more thing before we head out. Mm. Please, please listen to our Gimme Metal special. Oh, yes. Saturday, the 24th, 11 a.m. It's our debut. We'll be in chat.
0: So check it out. This Saturday.
1: Yes. Even if you stream it and then go do something else. Yep. Just help us out.
0: Yep. And thank you. Let's end the show with two more songs. Two last songs. The first is Puke Mutant from Pennsylvania with the song Fucked Upon. (laughs) This is coming off of an unsightly desecration. Then after that, Hell's Coronation from Poland with the song Mesistophilic Baptism. Nice. And this is coming off of the Silver Knife Mysticism EP, which is limited to 66 cassettes available from Gods of War Productions.
1: Until next time.
0: Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And? Don't let your overcoat pine.